0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Say what needs to be said. It's your host, your big dog, Asante, Mr. Pick 6 Samuel. And you know I got my co-host with me, Mr. Elton, EP The Truth, Patterson. You know how we do. We swagging it out. Super Bowl, we here, baby. What's happening, EP? EP.
0: Man, Super Bowl game. Some people say it was boring. Some people say it was sighting. Some people say it got a sighting in the second half. Either way, we're going we gonna to review what went down last night, my brother.
1: And give you the real of the real and the truth. And you know how we're going to dissect it. Talk about the things that could have went different. And, and you know possibly why this other team could have won who, who didn't win. You know what I mean? Which is the San Francisco 49ers. But I think about the people that probably had fun, E.P., you know. Fun is what you make it. So right. the, some people probably enjoyed the the, uh, the Super Bowl, meaning they enjoyed the a- atmosphere, what they created, their surrounding right. them partying and stuff like that. They probably just, you know, the people that were just very focused on the game and just wanted to watch the game, probably was like, ah, it was all right game. You know what I mean? A lot of people, a lot of times, they're waiting to see a lot of scoring. They want to see a lot of right. scoring back and forth. And I, this wasn't that type of game. That's what we're going to get into. It wasn't this, that wasn't that type of game. So, hey, you know, a lot of
0: people, a lot of people, wait, I realize this, for that halftime show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you see, a lot of people got different reasons why they watch the Super Bowl. They like the commercials, the halftime show. It could be the actual game. They might be a fan of the team. You know, it might be my first time ever being, being able to participate or able to go to a Super Bowl. So, you know, anyways, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the San Francisco 49ers, 25-22, in an overtime victory. To conclude the 2023-24 NFL football season. Your thoughts, my brother. What's your thoughts on that Super Bowl so far?
0: Man, I think so it was a good matchup. I think it was um, it was it was it was needed. You know, you know how sometimes you like I want to have the best two teams play at the end. Yeah. I think they were the best two teams that played at the end. For real,
1: right? No, no bullshit. <laughs> no bull. No big right.
0: somebody wrote talk about um. I think it was like, if Detroit would have won, if, if Detroit would have made it, the game would have been close. But that's always here, there, you know, say, hearsay.
1: But either way, I think they were too even. Well, let me tell you team. one thing. If Detroit would have made it, mm-hmm. and um, San Francisco didn't make it, right. I think they would have went for it on a lot of those third down or fourth down. They would have took it on fourth down. <laughs> Straight hey, up, hey, it would have went for it. So the game would have definitely been totally us. different. It wouldn't have been as many punts as we have seen this this game. I'm gonna tell you that it definitely would have uh, went off a little bit. But go ahead. You got a
0: point. You got a point. But no, overall, I think it was good, solid football, man. And both sides were fighting. Both both coaches was coaching. Um, a lot of players was making plays, man. And I, like you said, we we're digging into what actually happened in the game. But I liked the game. I think it. Matter of fact, let me say this though. I know the, the statistics have not come out yet, right. but if you're looking at football as an entertainment sport, right. you gotta say they maximized every dollar, every way from playing in Vegas to mm-hmm. the gambling aspect of it to the Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. To the seven million dollar Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. This multi billion dollar business hit an all time high. I guarantee. Watch. Why, why mm. it was some records broken with this. Yeah.
1: Bowl. I'm sure. And, and they, they talked about in the betting industry and stuff like that. It probably it was the uh most the what is the highest highest uh revenue betting game. I think it was seventy million dollars plus betted on this game. But yeah. We'll see. We'll 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 get into that. So right. for me though, the game right. My coach always taught me, Coach Rodney Gray, my basketball, my middle school basketball coach, he always taught me to kill a mosquito with an axe. And that was the difference for San Francisco 49ers. They keep losing after giving up a 10-point lead. They did it last year, I think it was last year, right? In the Super Bowl, or, or, mm-hmm. or they did it previously and they did it this year. Once again, so when you have a 10-point lead or you have a lead like that, my coach taught us don't, don't be don't get mediocre, don't get complacent. Kill a mosquito with an axe. And that was the problem. They wasn't able to take Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs out of the game. They let them linger around, linger around too long. And you know Patrick Mahomes is going to strike. Eventually, they made it to the red zones a few times, right? They made it with uh, Pacheco. He fumbled the ball. And, um, you know, other times they didn't make it and they had to settle for field goals. But you're letting them linger around, linger around, linger around too long. That's Patrick Mahomes. If not, you know, top three, four, five quarterback ever to play the game, he's probably going to be top two. You know what I mean? So um, that was, that, that ended up being the end result for San Francisco 49ers. They let them linger around too long, but they came out very physical. They came out playing smart, Physical football, running the ball, playing San Francisco-type football. And that was Mm -hmm. uh, definitely a a precedent set in this football game, in this Super Bowl for me. I think this will uh, set a precedent going moving forward into the NFL because, you know, they were trying to change the uh, atmosphere of football and how it's played, and they wanted a lot of scoring for the fans. Like they said, a lot of people saying the game was born because it wasn't a high-scoring, flying game where they're throwing the ball left and right. It was a, a game played like football was supposed to be played. Mm Two physical defense, two physical offense, running the ball, passing the ball when necessary, and um, playing good situational football. Now, you know, for some people they don't like that, but for others, uh, you know, it's it's just fine. But I think that's going to be a precedent moving forward for for a lot of teams. They're going to get away from this this high flying feeling like we got to throw the ball and 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 be all this pretty, be this pretty cute, fast team and, and things like that. So. You tell me yeah. what you think about it.
0: The, they, they were playing for the sticks a lot. And yeah. you know what that means. But just for our people who's listening in that don't know what it means, that means we're going to run this ball. We're going to maintain possession, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to throw it, but it's going to be safe throws. We don't even have to go for the 80-yard touchdowns. We're going right. to go for the six yards here, third and two. We're going to try to get the two. You Know mm-hmm. there was a lot of that going on that both, may help them out a little though.
1: bit when you're going for the sticks. Basically, what he's saying every time it's third down to 10, you they made a might have ran the ball and got three yards. Now it's third and seven. I mean, sorry, it's first down and 10. They might have ran the ball, they got three yards. Now they made it to third and seven. So instead of running regular plays or, or 10 yard out and up or a corner route, they go, they're running right at the sticks. So it's a very controlled. Uh, uh, control an environment. Every, every, each team want to control the possession of the ball and keep the keep the keep the ball of possession away from the other offense. So that's what right. he mean by sticks and possession. It was very particular, very particular right. how they was right. running the running the show out there.
0: Mm-hmm. If I can get three yards, three to four yards per snap, we can maintain this offense all the way down. We want to keep an offense um on the field, maybe eighty yards. They didn't even take the field goal. They was taking, like you say, they was taking that field goals
1: last I night. I was so surprised. I was so surprised Andy <laughs> Reid took that field goal to tie the game up, man. I was so surprised. I kind of myself, personally, I ain't going to lie. I, I wanted him to go for it. But, uh, you know, they took this, uh, the field goal, and now they're, they're victorious. But on another note, you know, on another note, I don't know if people understand or see how this game was played, but usually the Super Bowl played is played is a very sloppy game with many misassignments. In the game, And I didn't see that happening with this in the Super Bowl 58. Like both teams came dialed in and prepared, uh, looking for a victory. You know, we seen a few fumbles on the sidelines and, you know, uh, a little sloppiness here and there. But it wasn't a typical sloppy Super Bowl game that I'm used to seeing or I was a part of. Because y'all don't understand. As soon as you land in that new city, it's not home field advantage for anyone. As soon as you're saying it, it's wide open. It's everything is moving fast. So you don't have the usual camaraderie and the discipline that you have within your team. You know, uh, you got real quick meetings, then you might have to go over here and visit this uh, situation. You might have to go over here and deal with this organization. And, you know, that's mainly what the Super Bowl is about. They're trying to publicize it and and get the media and and bring as much attention as it it possibly can to the Super Bowl. So actually playing the game is kind of like, yeah, it's the most important thing, but it's really an afterthought. So, you know, I was I was impressed by the way these two teams came dialed in and and played impressive. You know, some physical, right. good football. You know,
0: right, right, right. I I, I still and I kind of and you go back. I got receipts. and you go back and look when we mm-hmm. did our predictions, I said, yeah, Kansas City will win. Yeah, but I really wanted San Fran to win, and let me and I would still say that because. They were so sad, bro. Like, everybody was so sad when they did not win. Yeah. And Kansas City had the they, – they had excitement, but it was like the conceited excitement. You know, like, yeah. how many how many can you win? You know, like, they wouldn't have been as hurt. If they if they would have lost, they wouldn't have looked as hurt as San Fran looked last night. Them boys mm-hmm. looked lost out there, man.
1: Like, man, we did so make so some good, good predictions. I think I, I did say the game would be won by three points. I did say that. Right. I did pick Kansas City now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I'll give your boys some credit, Mr. Pick Six. Hey, if you want to on betting online or anywhere you got all that, I better tune in. We we got the answers for y'all, man. You got the answers for y'all. <laughs> right. But right, what about right. that free accident, man? If y'all didn't see the free accident that happened to Dre Greens Greenlaw coming into the mm-hmm. game, it was kind of weird, man. And it, he was trying to run on the field, he was excited, and he slipped. And those yeah. things you can't foresee on um, playing in the NFL, which is very terrible and unfortunate for his players. But um, we always have stories to relate, relate to things. That's why we're here to tell y'all and say what needs to be said and and, and give y'all experience within ourselves and, and and what they're going through out there on the field. And E.P., the truth, he had some unfortunate situations playing playing ball. You know, he had a couple, a couple of unfortunate situations. One of them was right. serious and then one of them was a little, little funny, you know. One of them, he got hurt, and one of them, he didn't get hurt. He thought he was hurt. Tell us about it, man. Yeah. Tell us about your your unfortunate situations, my what? brother. If,
0: and just for people that don't know about the play, because I was watching it last night live and right. I was I was telling, I told one of my friends, I was like, hey, a similar situation like that happened to me when I was playing. And uh, the main thing is he's just on the sideline and he's ready to go out on the field. And it's like he blew a flat tire. Like he just fell down like a sniper shot him in the leg. <laughs> and it's like, what happened? Like nobody right. touched him. Nobody's around him. And I think you got a lot to do with what you just said, too, with freak accidents like that. When you take time off, right, you mm-hmm. think you need a lot of rest or you're working too hard, you just don't know how your muscles and ligaments and tendons react, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to do everything, right? But sometimes you just don't know what, what happened. So he might have just turned the wrong way and bam, I think it's just Achilles. They didn't confirm it yet, but they think it's a torn Achilles from right. just running on the field without touching no one. Uh, my situation was like that when I played with the Orlando Magic back in 08, I think.
1: Orlando Magic, Orlando Predators. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, not Orlando no no basketball. It's not even. Woo, we already <laughs> talked about that basketball. EP <laughs> ain't playing no basketball unless he uh he can get the boards. He could box out. He could box out. I can he box I and
0: get rebounds and I can play defense. That's about it though. But with the Orlando Predator Arena League team, and you know they have turf, turf. So I never played on turf. So. I jump up in the air! I see no. Uh, Honestly, let me give you the real story. <laughs> I see a small guy. We I'm on kickoff team. I see a small guy. Look over.
1: And it's his first game. Eight. He hadn't played football in what about two years? Uh, two, two or three years. He was so excited. He was ready. To, he was ready to take. I don't the field. even know
0: if I was that excited. It was just I'm back. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want. to Maybe act we like was I was excited.
1: Maybe y'all the fam- excited. Your, your family and friends was more excited than you were. <laughs> Go <Right>. figure. <laughs>
0: Right, right. <laughs> Y'all was excited watching like my dog back out there. I'm like, yeah, let me get through this arena so I can get back to the lead. <laughs> I jump up, I look do the high knee jump, and when I come down, my knee gives out. I have no clue what's wrong, and I still don't know. son. Z- I still have no clue until one of my teammates was like, "Oh, what the?" And I look like what? And my knee, this this my knee. It was like over here.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, I didn't and know that like, part,
1: so your teammate really pointed it out to you, because I remember you tried to jump, and he jumped again, right. and he was like, something ain't feeling right, and then your teammate right. showed you? Yeah, because wow. when I laid down, he saw my knee pretty much out of socket
0: or displaced. Basically, yeah. this your knee, mine was like up here, this wow, place. Devastating. And then when you have that traumatic of an injury, you can't even really feel it, to be yeah. real with you. And so yeah, that was that was that was that was it. And then the other one though, the other one you are talking about Utah State? That was real. That, that was true I was running to the ball. I'm trying to get the. We in college now. We,
1: at, we we in college now. We on the same team. We on the same right.
0: team. Same team. UCF. We up there playing Utah State. And this old lineman coming, bam, hit me on the back of my knee. Never saw him. I just knew my knee was blown out. It was a wrap. And that's when I was coming off the field, like
1: Zunt, get him, dog. <laughs> you was like, <laughs> yeah, hey, he limping y'all. and stuff, like his knee was really messed up. Hey, we were so mad, we was like, yeah, dog, we finna get him. Man, this Joker came back out about about the third quarter. The, the, the next quarter, came back out like nothing was wrong. No, like, no, 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 no. You had you, had you had tape on. You think you had? Uh, uh, no, nope.
0: uh, I tried to come back out, but I didn't. And remember, I got our teammate. What his name? Josh McKibben. Yeah, was like, EP. Are you playing? I'm like, no, I can't go.
1: Why? I was like, I'm hurt. How are you hurt? And you out here. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, at that time, too, just knowing you, it, it, it was probably in your mind that dude hit me in the back of my knee, I'm hurt, regardless of what really happened to my knee. You know what I mean? So, well, you know, it did. It's,
0: it's a knee. I'm trying to go to the league, right? It's UCL. We don't really have the state of the art. Technology to know if I'm out here on a torn MCL or not. So they like go out here fight through it. I'm like I could be doing damage.
1: Right? Did, did, did you shed any tears walking off the field?
0: I don't remember.
1: I think it we might have saw. I think we might have saw a little something. You if know, a little I
0: did, because my feelings was hurt. Not so much as how about do you hurt. My feelings hurt. Imagine y'all? that like, running off the
1: field. Hey, you really Not think you hurt? Cry? Boy, you think your knee gone. <laughs> you know who did cry, who was so mad? Who? It's Coach Up.
0: You don't remember yeah. Coach Up on that
1: sideline? Oh, yeah. And his, hey, his coach was lying. His coach was the equalizer for him, boy. Hey, Well, you best with EP, boy. You getting equalized, quick. Coach <laughs> Up. So, he hey, actually played in the NFL, played cornerback, but that's a whole different story. But let, let me get a, into a funny moment in the game. That was very fun, funny to me, right? This was a very funny moment. If y'all don't remember the deep pass in the first half from Mahomes to McColey, right? McColey hartman It looked like it was a clear McCauley. interception. It was two safeties back there. We had Tashawn Gibson and then J- Jairi, Jihari, uh Jahari 20, number 27, right? Mm-hmm. And if y'all don't remember playing, if y'all don't remember playing Madden back in the day, you got the guy covering and everything. The ball was in the air. Y'all remember that play? It was I can't remember. Is that play? It was in the first half, and it was a, it was a big play. It looked like t- two people had to play the cover. And Tashaun, they go up. The ball goes up, and he looks like he's looking for the ball. And as soon as the ball comes down, I don't know if y'all can still hear me good. I'm, I'm moving away from the mic. But as soon as the ball goes up and it starts to come down, it looked like Tashaun Gibson gets pulled away from the ball. I'm like, is this real, man? That was a clear interception. Oh, How in the yeah. world did he not intercept that ball? It was just so weird to me. I don't know if any everybody's seen that play, uh, because I'm a cornerback, obviously, and I'm right. a DB. So I, I see those things like that. So that was funny. If y'all saw that play, uh man, y'all, y'all type in the comments or uh, or send a send a salute, man. That was that was pretty funny to me. I don't know what he was thinking. I think he tried to turn his head and thought the ball was coming from a different. Different side, but whatever, man. That that was pretty that's, funny.
0: That's what you call football eyes. Yeah. Because you know 90% of the people watching other stuff.
1: Right. <laughs> you can't you can't see that. Right. But uh yeah. man, did y'all see uh well? Let's talk about how talk about first before we get into some juicy stuff, right? You know, I I, I was impressed about and I'm always impressed with Patrick Mahomes. Who can't who is not be impressed with Mahomes? And we're talking about San Francisco 49ers not being able to kill a mosquito with a with an ax. Giving up a 10-point lead over and over and over, just constantly losing Super Bowl, giving up lead, right? When you have somebody down, you gotta know how to step on them and Kill a mosquito with an axe, basically. You're not playing meekityoke. You're not going to play down to their level. You're going to continue to execute. You're going to continue to just beat them down, beat them down, beat them down. I'm not giving up. No mercy. I'm not letting you wave the white flag. So with Patrick Mahomes, I'm very impressed by, you know, his maturity. And he understands and recognizes the situation in the game and what what's at stake. And you could see his urgency when he was trying to turn it up a little bit here and there. Uh, and you know, the, the commentators and atmosphere and everybody seems like he looks like he's a little frustrated trying to get everything done. And he looks like he's a little too anxious and needs to settle down some, but I, I know he has those things in his mind of dynasty. Let me beat Tom Brady. Let me have more Super Bowls than Tom Brady. But I'd like that urgency that he shows in within itself. And of course it carries on to this team. And those are the things that helped them. Achieve that, that comeback and being able to to persevere when you're down ten points to such a a good team and that's a very good defense to be able to win. You know, you know, you seen the first when the game first started how physical that that San Francisco defense is and 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 Bosa man, uh, they they right. they they play some good ball. Mahomes is just that guy, man. It's, Mahomes is that guy,
0: man. Listen, when he got the ball right with a minute and five seconds left, yeah to get, you just automatically, you kind of go into Tom Brady mode or, you're more so thinking y'all already lost the game. Y'all gave the ball, y'all it should have did whatever you could not to leave leave the ball in his hand. That's what he's getting paid over $50 million a year to do is to deliver in those moments.
1: He going to deliver those moments, boy. You, You got it. You got it. You have to know that's the guy. You know, you got to take away the guy, man. I know it's hard to take away that guy, but go ahead, brother. Right. Go no, ahead. no. So,
0: no. I'm sitting there like everybody's kind of in tune. You know, you got some San Fran fans, you got some um, uh, KC fans, but I'm like, game is over. Like he's going down and scoring. Like it's just, it's just, it's just you just, this is what football that. is
1: about. Everybody yeah. believed that. Everybody <laughs> believed that. You know what I mean? Like. Right. It's, you give you give Mahomes the ball. Andy Reid is deferring for a reason, and that's Andy Reid's new secret weapon. That's a part of Andy Reid that is changing. People don't understand, and I keep emphasizing. And maybe he changed this way before I start recognizing this. But the way they play football, this concept, giving deferring the ball and letting the defense go out first, just says a lot for Andy because he's anxious to get his offense out there and 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 run that script, that fifteen play script. But he understands now if my defense can go out and stop your offense and your defense is supposed to be the top defense in the league, man, what kind of momentum and what kind of, um, uh, uh, atmosphere are we creating in this? We, 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 we we put, you put your best team out there and you couldn't stop us. You understand what I'm saying? So. I mean, it gave
0: me, it gave me vibes, bro. Of the back in the day when Jordan used to get the ball with 23 seconds left on the clock. You just kind of, and they down by one. Yeah. You just kind of know he's gonna either score, get to the foul line. He's gonna do something. Everybody in yeah. the whole world knew it. Same thing last night, man. Mahomes got it. I'm like, yeah, this about. It. If he would have had like 14 seconds, you like, all right, game
1: over. But you gave this man over a minute. Yeah, it
0: was, it was gonna happen.
1: But he let didn't me even say, have to go to question. a premier Not- player. I, I know you're a, a, a defensive end, and you're not used to uh, scoring touchdowns and getting game-winning touchdowns and stuff like that. But I want to know from you, and that's Super Bowl. I know you ain't never played in the Super Bowl either, but just think of the right. biggest moment of your life. I know you haven't scored touchdowns, and you don't know how it feels. But what does High that school. feeling have to feel like for McColey Hartman to be on the receiving McCole, end of that
0: me stick? Huh? Miko Hart. Miko. He might get mad. at
1: Nicola. Miko. Me- just two syllables. Oh, just Miko. I'm sorry. Miko. <laughs> there you go. Miko Hartman. <laughs>
0: yeah, Miko
1: Hartman on the receiving end of that stick to get that game winning touchdown from Mahomes in the biggest game of all of their life at right. that moment. Man, that has to be a crazy feeling. It's just like that. It's just the luck of the draw. Now I'm, I'm that much more popular. I'm that much more richer. I'm that much more famous. Everybody want to interview. Everybody want to see me. Just because the play call, they designed for me, and they called my number. Man, can you man. imagine if that was UEP going to man. touchdown? How would that feel? Because, he, hey, he said he blacked out when he called. He was like, I'm getting the game-winning touchdown. And then he say, after he caught the ball, he say he blacked out. So right. you got to think, man, that is a big moment, man, for, for a lot of people, man, for everybody.
0: Man. First, and first he's all over the news. You wake up at seven a.m. this morning, he's on the Today exactly. Show, CBS. Everybody's he's the hero, right? But um, for me, Cole, I'm thinking he kind of started off pretty good. Like he was a a real part of that offense. And then he yeah, went no the Jets. He yeah, went for sure. Went to the Jets. So he said he went through some stuff, got traded to the Jets, but they. Luckily they brought him back. I guess that's why it's always good to be a good character because mm-hmm. you never know. You don't leave grudgingly, you go off to this other team, it ain't working out for whatever reason. They bring you back and mm-hmm. you end up winning the Super Bowl game. Um, yeah. I think it was a huge thing. I think, and that's what I try to tell my kids: like, you got to practice so much, make things repetitive that you do it in by nature. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you shouldn't have to think about it. I really think that. Pass he caught was no different from the pass he catch in practice. He just went, you know what I mean? he, just, he just, he probably just put his hands up, son. it's was like, oh, like, the ball you say, coming to me.
1: Muscle <laughs> memory. It's muscle memory, it's competitive, <laughs> you know? It's, it's, right. it's easy, you know? It's, so he it's, didn't it's
0: understand at that, that moment the magnitude of what happened. But yeah, I never, look, I was never even close to that kind of moment. I never even made the playoffs in high school, college, that's eight years, or NFL. That's twelve years of never playing one postseason game ever. <laughs> so I I, I I don't know how that worked out. It's weird. I just always been on. But like you said, game. but
1: like you said, now he wake up, man. He all over the news everywhere. Everybody calling him congratulations. It seemed like he won the game by itself just because he was the on the receiving end of the, the stick just to get that winning game, winning touchdown. They dialed his number up, man. So but you know, tell child, me, this,
0: though, huh? I never I never played it, but you have. And let's just say. And you could take away, just don't even say Super Bowl right now. Just right. say you play against Peyton Manning when y'all was playing, was it the AOC Championship?
1: Yeah, um, AFC Championship for sure. And you got that it.
0: pick six. Yeah. And you took it in for a pick. What is that moment like? You got to think, <laughs> this is the big. Peyton Manning at that time is Patrick Mahomes trying to win the game. And somebody, yeah. which you don't see too often, people picking off Patrick Mahomes and going pick six, but that's another story. Right. So you pick six. Peyton Manning when he's trying to score. Trying How to does score. that feel? And in you take it in game. that in that home stadium.
1: In the heart in the game, man. It was one of the craziest feelings ever. Like you said, that was the Patrick Mahomes back in our day. That was the Peyton Manning. So once I got my hand on the ball and I'm running past and I see him chasing me, it was like everything processing in your mind so quick greatest quarterback ever you just do just intercepted now you're going for a touchdown all the things you believed in yourself and thought about yourself something it's true you know and you didn't get caught up in not believing what you what people around you tried to make you believe you knew what you was doing and all your technique and everything was on point and it's showing and it's showing in front of everybody it was like man one such a wonderful feeling man it was it's unexplainable and then it's like you you feel like all the tension everybody in the world at that moment is looking at you all about you for a quick five to 10 seconds. That's how you feel. And you just command the stadium. You can, you can make everybody say, ah, you can make everybody say, stop. You can say freeze. Everybody will freeze. It's like, you got five, 10 seconds of power, just to do anything you want. So it's, it's one of those feelings, man. And it's just a, it's a great feeling. And like you said, to do it against such a a great player, uh, a historical player, is it, it, monumental for me, man. So man, people you didn't me. like that, and I didn't. I know they didn't like a Sante Samuel doing all that and and messing up the the future of the the business of the NFL and all that because Sante Samuel. I don't know y'all didn't want to y'all don't want to put me in the Hall of Fame and give me everything I deserve. I understand, but don't worry, God put me right up in here to mix everything up against <laughs> y'all for y'all. I'm just right here to mix everything up. Y'all want to put people in the Hall of Fame? You gotta. Go around me, do all that. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be here. I'm going to hey, be here hey, loud hey. and proud,
0: baby. Hey, one thing about that Hall of Fame, though, I will say this. I'm looking at it, and I will say it's getting a little weird. And I'm not throwing shade in nobody else who's in there. But all of a sudden, they don't pick a cornerback this year. Because now I'm starting to wonder what cornerback would they put in there Besides you, so it's getting kind of weird, and then it's people we play with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm starting to see Andre Johnson. I played with Andre Johnson at the Florida Georgia All Star Game out of high school. So I'm right. starting to see Devin Hester. I'm starting to see people we play with. I'm like, yeah, they got to come get my dogs done at some point. I just got one request: is to let me be the guy that speak.
1: <laughs>
0: well,
1: you got yeah, to, <laughs> Hey, as long as you entertain the people, you know me, I like to have some fun. I hey, I want to talk some, some SHIT. I want to entertain. You know me, they're going to let me on the stage and you know what? You'll be the right person to add Mr. Mr. E.P. the truth. He's walking me on the stage. My good wholesome brother right here. He's going to make sure everything's on point. We good. You know what I mean? They're gonna let us on because of you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we are gonna be good, buddy. Oh man! Hey, well, um, time.
1: On another note, right? What in the world was Travis Kelsey thinking in the middle of the game, bumping into my guy, Mister Andy Reid, like that? Man, do you, you think the fame and the notoriety is getting to Travis Kelsey's head? And you know, he's it, too much attention. It's too much, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I'm more than I really am. I'm, I think I'm, I'm more powerful. You know, talk to me about that. What what is going through your mind or his mind when you feel like he can go up, bump the coach and tell the coach, keep me in the game or give me the ball?
0: Right. I think it's back to what we talked about, but this on the mental side. So when we talked about Miko Hartman, you kind of repetitive, you keep doing things and it's natural. I think that's a natural reaction that he has from his mind or where he's at in the world, as far as right power, yeah. to be able to not have that barrier of respect between your head coach and a player. So, yeah. for you to react, I don't think he mentally was like, I'm gonna go bully. And right. re, I think he's just like passionate, and you react and you forget that there's boundaries to this in levels, and it becomes disrespectful. So, like you said, I, I've never mm. seen that before. like. Yeah, pull up on the coach, like, dog. What you thinking? What your mindset? At? It's like he lost it for a second.
1: Like he lost it for a second. Like you say, it's boundaries and, and and things like that. And what what gets to you in that moment that make you feel like you can run up on a coach or or or, or predict or or have the say-so of what should be going on. And I think right. I think it was a run play. It wasn't even like a pass play. It was a run play. I think that's when Pacheco got, he got tackled, and, and they fumbled the ball, if I, if I, if I understand correctly. Right. So it was right. like, you clearly showing you besides yourself, and you think you more than what you really are. Nobody's bigger than the game, first and foremost. Right. You never, no one person is ever going to be bigger than the game. So don't get beside yourself and get banned and kicked out from the game, because I know Andy Reid. Andy Reed, right. he forgives, but he never forgets. Let me tell you one thing about Mr. Andy Reed. He don't really hold grudges, but he never forgets. Right. And let me tell you, what he don't like, he don't like. And right. I'm not saying you, Mr. Travis Kelsey, ever fit up in that in, in that um category, but you know, he he already commented about the situation. Mr. Coach Andy Reed, you know, my guy, he said, you know, I, I love that guys want to play football. And that's, you know, that's the play. The correct political, co- politically, politically correct way
0: correct,
1: right. to state to um, state it. And that's what Andy Reid is going to do. He's never going to try to bash his players or talk down to his players. He's going to, you're going to have his players back. But like I said, he will never forget what happened. And yeah, hey, yeah, man, that, hey, that, hey, that, hey, that's not a good. That's not a good look, man. That's not a good look. Maybe it's maybe it's Travis Kelsey going to be his last year. Going to be Travis Kelsey last year, and you're going to retire after this year, man. No,
0: I, I don't think about? that's going to happen. But I got a question for you. Let's go. You know, street. You know how they say, you know, you could do it. To, you think he would have did that to Dan
1: Campbell? Man, no, yeah. You think he would
0: have you know, did bullies,
1: that? Bullies, bullies, bullies pick and choose. You understand? Bullies they know who to pick and choose. On Dan Campbell would have had a reaction. It wouldn't even have been. A, it would have been a straight reaction, and it would have been like, "What's going on on the side? So. That, that's one reason he understand he couldn't do that. You got to do that to certain people, man. He definitely... Hey, how about Mike, Mike Mike well You think well you're old Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel would have choke slammed him right there and would have been a reaction. He's a wrestler. He's an athlete. He said they were scared because he's big. Like, listen, man, you know bullies pick and choose. They know who to mess with and, and you shouldn't have bumped my guy Andy like that, man. That, that was crazy, man. That was crazy. <laughs> hey, Michelle,
0: Michelle talked to my sister, wrote in there. She's like, um, he's allowing the Taylor Swift fame
1: to go to his head. Yeah, like, he <laughs> yeah, think he's bigger than what he really is. This is a football game. This is a multi-billion, trillion-dollar industry. And you think you can come out here and and embarrass this industry and bump into a coach and, and disrespect the policies and all that thing, and, and they ain't going to let that slide? Man, they're going to remember that, man. You I can gotta, see that. Don't can, let, you, hey, that's a lesson to all us men, women, kids, adults. Never let the fame get to us. Never get beside ourselves. Never think we're bigger than than life. Oh, never get too high. That's all, my thing. Never be too high. Never get too high. Never get too low. Always stay right there in life, and you you won't have no problems, baby. You won't have no yeah. problems. you
0: Understand? I, I can I can see that though. I can see if in you go by you go by you look at the history, right? Mm-hmm. And you like he never had an erratic moment before this year. <laughs> All of a sudden, he had one, and he's dating one of the most famous people in the world. Maybe it does have an impact on how he's thinking, and thinking he got more power than what he has. So yeah. I can see that.
1: All right, got the halftime show. What everybody be waiting on? You waiting on a halftime show? People waiting on commercials. Some people waiting on the game. So now we here at the halftime show. We had the halftime show, and this is a pretty much an Atlanta concert. You got the little John. You got Usher. <laughs> You got Jermaine Dupree, had everybody confused. We're going to get into that. Then wasn't sure who, was, who came out there. And he had Ludacris and a few other people. Right. But the biggest moment of the halftime show, and I got to know, tell me your thoughts, CP. Mm-hmm. Usher Raymond, Mr. Usher, Mr. I don't know, I steal your girl, whatever, Mr. Loverman, all that stuff. Him hugging Alicia Keys in the middle of a performance. Was that appropriate or inappropriate? I think it's a part of his act. I actually think it's
0: appropriate. I think I think of it like a movie. I'm here to do a job. So you can't say if you if you're doing a movie, right? And this is your job, you're getting paid to put on a show and you kiss another lady. It's, it's like, oh my lord, I can't even think about that. Oh my lord. It's, yeah. Go ahead, finish. But, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Hey, brother, maybe Ooh. it's a reason you're not an actor. <laughs> It's that's Ooh. part of the show, that's what. He oh, does. my lord, He's I, I can't even think. Of that. Go finish, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I get it, I get it. it, I get it. So, I'm pretty sure they rehearsed that, and Swiss Beats was there when they hugged. Oh, they my lord, rehearsal. no, 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 There's no, no, no it, like, everybody's surprised, but this is this man, you know, usher, you know what's gonna happen when you get on that stage, no, with usher, no, every time. Every
1: that's time. what ha- that's what you think happened. They rehearsed sure. that, Swiss Beats mm-hmm. noticed. That was going, mm-hmm. about to happen. All that was about to go on. Yep. You didn't see his response. His response was like, "I don't know what y'all hating." That was great. One of the best shows of all time. He oh my it. goodness, is that what he said? <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to pull that clip up. We have to pull that one up. <laughs> oh my goodness. I I can't. This is different. Where, the way she enjoyed it, it was a performance. Maybe they she enjoyed the performance, but the way he grabbed her from behind and they was smiling and, and lovey dovey and skin and skin and clothes on clothes it was just a lot of affection. Like I say, I don't know if I'm mature enough for that point in, in my life. I'm I'm still a little too ignorant. Maybe nope. I got a little while, a little more, a little more time nope. to grow, but I, that that nope. was oh, I can't even get the words out. That was pretty pretty unappropriate to me. That was too unappropriate to me. Um if that was rehearsed and planned, okay. Everybody knew about it. But what if it wasn't? What if it was a surprise and he just came up behind her and hugged her and they having a great time? Like, what what if that was the scenario? Like, yeah, he, of course. And and, and what what if he didn't know? What would he say? Is he going to come out and and play as if he did know? Or is he going to come out and say, hey, homie, blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that, when I see you, this and that and the other? Or is he going to play it off because he don't want to take that embarrassment? You know? You got to think about all those things because – Woo! That was hey, woo, That this, was juicy right there. That was juicy. It, now we all talk,
0: and everybody has their 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 goals, right? And everybody's aware. Yeah. So the mere fact that we're talking about it right now probably knew it was going to be a viral moment, yeah. and it was going to bring in bucks. So you can't discount anything in this world. I, what I'm gonna recommend you not to do is don't ever take your girl, your wife to the Usher show, because I think they coming to Miami, and sit on that couch
1: over there while he's singing. Don't do it. Hey, we got rules and regulations. Certain. You come over here. My uh, uh my wife, uh, her leg worked real good. She going to throw a kick out there real quick. So, hey, you come over here thinking you want to dance and hug up on, hey, you are going to get kicked. And and I don't know what's going to happen after that. So, I don't know. You better pick the right ones, Usher. I'm just, I don't, you know. That's my disclaimer. That's my disclaimer. We got to <laughs> We got a kick action. When I do like that, she kick. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you think it was planned or not planned? Which one are you leaning towards?
1: You know, uh, it's just hard for me. Obviously, it looked totally planned and rehearsed and all that, but it just caught me off surprise. And and uh, yeah, it was planned. But in my head, I'm I'm just sitting around, sitting back, and and got in my head that it wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. Like it's just like. I I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm not mature enough for that world Yeah, I'm not mature enough for that world. Maybe (laughs) in a couple more years when I get a little older, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, buddy, you know the funny part, too? Did you see when Jermaine Dupri came out? Oh, man, there's so many memes and stuff on Twitter going off about Jermaine Dupri, man. That was so funny. At first, I ain't going to lie. When he first came out, I thought it was CeeLo. I thought it was CeeLo. and I was jamming. I'm like, wait, that's Jermaine (laughs) Dupri? It was like, man, it's the funny how fast we change and, and start aging and, and right. your body starts shrinking and you get shorter and the stuff like that start happening the older you get. That stuff comes fast. Hey, if y'all don't understand, the older you get, start taking your vitamins, stay healthy, drink your water, drink eat natural stuff from, from the earth, and, and yeah, you got to watch over yourself the older you get because you see you start shrinking like Jermaine Dupri <laughs> out here, man. So <laughs> hey,
0: Let me tell you, though. Let me tell you what's funny. I know you're gonna picture this. It's this almost like an inside joke, but i to say it anyway. So we sitting there watching the game, and you know our buddy, our buddy, Big Trav, Walker yeah. Boxer. He sees Jermaine Dupree. Then he sees Jermaine Dupree's socks with them <laughs> loafers on. Trav puts his shoes on and say, All right, man, that's enough. I'm out. And leaves. I don't see him again.
1: <laughs> I don't Hey, I hundred percent believe, I hundred percent believe that too. He's probably clicking his head thing. like, man, I can't watch this dumb fool, man. I'm finna leave before I end up doing something crazy. You know, he you know he hey, got man, a habit of walking you, away. Our homeboy is a ex professional boxer, boxed on HBO, all that stuff. He got a little CT, man. He got a little CT, like us, but his might be worse. You know what I mean? So he got a habit of leaving us just in the middle of the event. He might be in the club, be out at the restaurant, be out hanging out. He's just gonna tell you. He leaving because something he don't agree with. I, you don't even might not even know what he don't agree with. He's and, he, he leaving. Rode, <laughs> and he rode with you. It's not like he drove. He by just walk off in the dark. He just leaves in the dark. He, he keep walking and just disappears. I saw it. I promise you and you could go chase after him everything. It's just he's just going to disappear. I promise you. And you're going to worry about him and see if he's all right in the morning. You're going to worry. You worried. You worry. He ain't going to answer first thing in the morning because he like to. You know, he like to get tipsy. You, you be real tipsy. So you got to wait till afternoon to even call to make sure he' all right, cause the phone dead and all that other stuff is going on. He's crazy. And when you talk
0: to him, everything's just fine.
1: Like, just fine. Happens. He don't even remember what happened. He don't even remember. He can't even tell you. It's like, what is going on, trap? This is crazy, man. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, but Super Bowl commercials, man one of one of the most favorite parts of the Super Bowl for a lot of people and one of those people was my mother rest her soul she couldn't wait to see those commercials man and she was always telling me about the commercials and I'm like why are you telling me about the commercials the game is played and she just excited about the commercials so now I'm caught up in the commercials I'm a commercial man when it comes to the NFL Super Bowl and um yeah you know, did you uh pay attention to commercials just give me yeah uh, tell me what you thought about or any of your favorite commercial that came on.
0: I only day. saw one, you know, I was kind of entertaining a group of people watching, the, watching the game. So the only one I saw really, and I don't even know if it was a new one, was the guy, the Aquaman guy. What's his name? I forgot his name.
1: Yeah, He was on I the
0: commercial, him. the Aquaman guy, and they were dancing and stuff. That was pretty cool. I saw that
1: one. Y'all y'all I must see... had too much entertainment over there, man. Y'all, you <laughs> didn't see the Dom, the Tom Brady, the Matt Damon, the, the Lo, Fat Joe, uh, uh, Duncan Kings commercial? Oh, man. They were so lit, man. That, that, I think that was the best commercial right there. They bought them all in. What I said, it, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, Fat Joe, J-Lo, Ben Affleck, and like I said, Tom Brady. J-Lo and Fat Joe recording in the, we get, doing a little recording session. They got Ben Affleck. He the leading artist. Tom Brady in the back. And man, they they was going off, they was swagging. So I thought that was a pretty called Dunkin' Kings. <laughs> uh, I thought that it, was I, a I, good commercial. That was that was pretty much the best commercial. That was a really really uh, they put that together well. They put that together well. And then Mr. T had a had a commercial. So I I, I like I like to see Mr. T still doing good. I'm a Mr. T fan. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day when they had the 18, they had to knock him out and put him on a put him on the planes. So I'm a big Mr. T guy. I pit it. That's the what we got. That's, that's what play. we gotta I do to you. I pity the fool, y'all. know say what needs to be said. I pity the fool. So shout hey, out to Mr. T, man. We still see you out there, baby. We we do gotta anything. knock you out. We gotta put some um, knock you out and put you on the plane just to get, to get you to go out the country. Yeah, you <laughs> get me go eight hours or more on the plane. You better, you better give me something that's gonna put me down, boy. Because <laughs> I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the most aggravatingest person you ever seen on that plane, man. It's like it's crazy. <laughs> hey, but listen.
0: So I saw it. I didn't see it, but I saw it on social media. Did you see Kanye West's commercial? He nah. said he bought a commercial spot for $7 million and he put zero money into the commercial. All he showed was Yeezy.com for you to go buy his stuff.
1: Oh, no, nah, I missed that one.
0: Yeah. I missed that one. And all his stuff is $20 on there because I went on there. It worked because I went on there
1: and it's $20. It worked? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Saw- <laughs> so you saw the commercial? <laughs> Oh, only on social media. Oh, you saw after the fact. Yeah. fact. I'm about to say that must have been uh drink time for I me. Mean, I had to go pour a drink or something like that. I don't know <laughs> how I missed that one. Got some interrupted right. services or something like that. All right, all right. But well, hey, this, hey, switching good. switching gears, right? We got Shadow Sanders and Sean Lewis. If y'all don't remember, Shadow Sanders is the quarterback for Coach Prime in the Colorado Buffaloes, Coach Prime's son. And Sean Lewis was the old off officer coordinator. And um, he's now going, I can't remember the team he's going to. So now, you know, we finally, before I made uh, some comments and I was asking Coach Prime, why he ain't keeping it real with us and telling us the situation, what they had, what went down with Sean Lewis and why he's not there no more, because he was said he was an open book and, you know, he was keeping it real with us and he he, he tell us everything that's going on. So I was, I was curious about the Sean Lewis situation and uh, I, I might have used some harsh word. I might have came too strong with my point, but but now we finally have uh some understanding of what went down. And if, if y'all haven't heard the clip, you know, we're gonna play the clip of Shadur Sanders finally breaking down. But he's basically saying that with Sean Lewis, he wasn't able to get comfortable and play within play the play the game the way he likes to be played. He wants everything to be for sure, for certain, and permanent. He doesn't like Uh, too many choice routes. Because when you have, when you go choice routes, think about like this, you go 10 yards and if the man is on the right or you break left, the man is on the left or you break right. He wants it for sure indefinite. He wants to know that you're going to break right every time and this guy's going to break left and that can make him be definite. And I can understand that to a certain extent. I can understand that to a certain extent. And I seen, you know, now that he says that, I I seen in his play why he was moving around and holding on to the ball a little bit. Yeah, not being so firm in the pocket, not being so confident in the pocket. And, and we call it jitter feet. He having jitter feet, you know, and instead of standing there and delivering because he wasn't sure which way or, you know, the, was it going to be a left route or a right route? Because it was an option route. Now, like I said, I can understand why Coach Prime, you know, he didn't come out and give an explanation, you know, of why he demoted the officer coordinator, then then officer coordinator <laughs> Sean Lewis. You know, it was his son. You know, his son wasn't wasn't comfortable, and and him and Coach Prime probably communicated to 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 the to the coach Sean Lewis about putting in different concepts and plays mm-hmm. to help Shador it get more comfortable in that off- offense. And you know, it probably was met with resistance, and then. Mm-hmm. I understand. Like I said, Coach Prime probably didn't want to come out and seem too too harsh and like he was, you know, firing people. So it was kind of like a demotion to help his son, you know. But you got to understand this too. We can only bend so much to help our kids. And you know, uh, we we saw a clip from 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 Tom. We're gonna to talk about that later on. Mm-hmm. But for for, for Sidor, you know, the way he wants to play offense right now, it may be cool right now. But when you get to the next level. You have to make those options. You have to make those reasons. You have to build that, build that confidence within your teammates and your that camaraderie. So y'all believe in each other and understand. I know you're going to be where you need to be when it's time to be there. Because that's the way the game. That's how you. That's the only way you can be successful in the NFL. You have to have three and four different options, plays, routes, route combinations, uh, check with me's, and that's what you're going to have to adjust to. So, but I was, like I said, I'm I'm happy and I'm excited because we had, were able to get a little context of what went down with the Sean Lewis situation. Now we have a little more understanding. And, you know, I, we don't know the end result. We only consume. But, like I said, Shadua Sanders, he came out and said, you know, the choice routes was too much for him. He liked those definite routes. And, you know, I can't wait to see how this season is going. And that's what he's... And the other thing he said to Pat Schumer, the new... Officer coordinator who has NFL experience, mm-hmm. he adjusts to his thing. And I, I think that's important too. Right. Quarterbacks come out and they saying they they talk to their officer coordinator and their coaches and explain how they like things to be done and ran. And then a lot of times you met with resistance, but they're the quarter, the quarterback is the one playing the game. They see things differently than the, than the coach. And I think mm-hmm. it, you should lean towards the players and give them what they want, especially a quarterback. And you know, I just had to put that out there. And so shout out to Shador Sanders for recognizing that. And you know, we seen we seen that in, in, in the right. game. So hopefully that yeah, gets I, better.
0: I think I think you do want your quarterback comfortable, but you do want him to be able to expand the playbook a little bit yeah. outside of his comfort. So it's a median ground. So sometimes when you gotta New coach or a new situation, like this is what we need. We're gonna have this choice route. Maybe you go from three choice routes to one choice route. Like your only choice route is gonna be the tight end in the middle. You know, it's different stuff they can do. But right. what is evident is that, like you say, he had the jittery feet and he held on to the ball a little bit last year, which is right. evident. So it's like, is he trying to read something, trying to force it? Right. And third, it's a terrible old line. So you had three negatives going against you right in that offense last year. Right. And hopefully um, the coach can come in and build Shadur up to where he's comfortable making plays, efficient plays, and being ahead of the game. You know what it is. Right. You know football talk. He's right. playing from behind instead of ahead. So now, if he plays ahead of the game, pretty right. much like how Tom Brady plays, yeah, it'll it'll help him in the game and uh, that offense out a whole lot more. And the offense doesn't have to offense line doesn't have to be as premier. When the quarterback knows exactly where he's going with the ball.
1: Yeah, I love his humility. And that's, you know, that's the type of leadership he showed and displays. And he says, you know, he doesn't really like to put the blame on nobody. He likes, he, he wants to put it all on himself. If it's anybody's fault, he wants it to be his fault. And that's, you know, that's, there's a lot about a young man and the leader of a team. You know, put it on me. And if it doesn't go right, I, at least I know it's my fault and I can fix it. So that's a, that's a, that was, that was very impressive. That was very impressive. Yeah right now Russell Wilson if y'all ain't heard Russell Wilson Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos are talking about restructuring this contract trying to work things out after all the craziness been going on with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson the cussing out on the sideline I don't even want to get too deep you know what I mean going off on (laughs) him berating him uh belittling him uh whatever you want to call it your franchise quarterback EP as the franchise quarterback on the team your quarter your head coach goes off on you uh, embarrasses you on the sideline yells at you as if you're his teenage kid or something like that mm-hmm. and you're making 50 million dollars a year or 40 million dollars a year is this relationship able to be amended or
0: it's over with it can but it is on my terms in my term is we're not renegotiating anything. Like why? Mm-hmm. Me renegotiating what? What's you got to tell me? Why are we renegotiating? What's what's the viewpoint? How's it gonna help? Because me? I want to
1: retire here. I want to be here for the remainder of my. No, career. no.
0: Well, obviously, if he's renegotiating, it's because he wants to. It's probably because he don't want to take his kids out of school right now and he just put them in that system. So, you know, girl, you laugh every time I talk about Russell Wilson. You, he just got the family shut up over there. Yeah. And CCO here like, I just got these boys in the school zone I like with the private school. One, ta-
1: one thing know, about the mamas, boy, they don't play about that damn school in them school zone. but you cannot take them out and put them back in. For me, I don't care. You can be there two months. We can go on to another one for another two months and then we need to leave again. We go to another one for another two months. <laughs> But she ain't trying to move, so he probably like, well, I stay. So what?
0: What's on the table now? If you are asking me, nah. I what's the what's 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 the motivation? And I'm talking agent talk. How's this helping me? What is gonna help the team? Man, forget all that. How's it gonna help me? Well, we'll leave. We'll release some um, salary cap room to sign more players and get you more weapons. Right. Yeah, but how's that gonna help me? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. cause y'all not doing this to. Other quarterbacks that are making fifty million dollars, so I wouldn't do it. I, I like I said, I would, I would stay. I'm cool with working out. I'm, I'm the type of guy I can talk to a man and work out anything. If there's no respect, we just gonna acknowledge that there's no respect. We're not gonna cover it up. That's you. What
1: about Russell? We just talked about it. School, <laughs> That's right, right. He got, let, me, he say, got let me say, let me say, for me, for me, uh, like you say, it would have to be on my terms. You can never say never, right? My, my first instinct is like, this relationship is not going to pan out because I have a lot of ill will towards you. But once again, money is money, business is business. But for me, it has to be on my terms. And I'm going to have, I'm going to show you that I have some type of authority over you to make myself feel, you know, feel wanted or feel loved the way I need to feel, feel loved. So there's going to be a little, a little pushback when it comes to our relationship. And you're going to have to deal with it in order for this to work. So that's the only way. I, obviously, the money is the big, the biggest thing that can mend this relationship. But other than that, um, you're gonna have to take a lot of, uh, of, of sitting back and me showing that I have a little authorityness over you, to to make me feel better. Because the way you made me feel and and berated me and belittled me and things like that last year, uh uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. I can't just come in here and make you feel like you have that over me. And I'm supposed to be the franchise quarterback of this team. I'm Russell Wilson. I got to stand up and act like I'm Russell Wilson. I am him. If you don't right. act like you, Russell Wilson, who's supposed to be Russell Wilson, the Super Bowl champ, married to Seattle, they're going to treat you like that. We already talked about life. Right. Men, we got to earn our respect in this life. So if you don't earn your respect, you can make your money, but you can still going to get treated like a little teenage kid. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? That, that's hey, just me. Man. Everybody do what you do. You know, that was just me. And, you know, maybe right. that's why I, I didn't play 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. But you do know back in the day what they used to say on every single team. Hey, guys. Come on, guys. We only as strong as our weakest link. So, yeah. guess who's the weakest link on the Denver Broncos? It's Russell Wilson. The
1: quarterback, oh, bro. How you want me to come out and, and run on the field and go to war? You want me to go to war and our sergeant? Is the weakest link? Hey, come on. What the you know what, coach? I'm you know what? I'm finna do something crazy. I'm finna get rid of our weakest link and we finna run out here by ourselves. You know what I mean? Right. Let's do not
0: get it twisted. So that is don't not a good twisted. scenario for him. I yeah. think once the lo- once respect is lost, bro, and you know you, I I know you feel me on this. Once respect as a man is lost, it's probably time. Once he cussed me out, yeah. it was probably time for me to go somewhere else. So y'all trade me like it's time for me to act. Crazy, yeah. like a re, like rebellious or something. I don't care what y'all talk about. Yeah. Especially if I already got guaranteed money, it's nothing to talk about. And you're not gonna yeah. talk to me like that. So, but we're we talking with Russell Wilson. He's different. They got different. the right one. They did it for a reason.
1: <laughs> it hit a little different, it hit a little different, it hit a little different. We talk about <laughs> Russell Wilson. Right. Now with this last thing with um with Patrick Mahomes, right? We got Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl champ, three Super Bowls and what? Ten years, first seven years, something like that? Five years, something like Five that. Five years. And they, and they, talking about the dynasty. They're on their way to a dynasty. Yes, they're doing all those great things. It, like I said before, with Donovan McNabb, Andy Reid should have won more Super Bowls. But, you know, who's to blame for that situation? We don't know. Um, Now, Patrick Mahomes, he's thinking about the future. And when they think about the future and dynasty, what the first thing they think? Belichick and Tom Brady. Well, It seems like this... Belichick Brady thing is all is like a cloud over everybody's head, and they continue to bring him up as if things they did was, uh, let's say, what different that made a difference. And Patrick Mahomes says he wants to re- restructure his contract and, and 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 take the and have the cap any hits like Tom Brady, so they can bring in more athletes and continue to win. Don't everybody understand that was not going on. They just was being cheap with Tom Brady. Tom Brady either took what they gave him or he would have been gone and he wouldn't have never known about no dynasty. He wouldn't have had all those Super Bowls. So get rid of that approach. Stop thinking that was the way over there. And Patrick Mahomes, get your money. They're going to pay whoever they need to pay around you. And that will happen. Yeah. If anything, if your cap number, I don't know how it works, you can break it down. If your cap number 45 million, yeah, tell them to give you 40 up front. And then five in salary. There you go, and that's how that's how you lower your cap hit. But don't be talking about you want to take less money so you can sign more people. That was not what was going on right now. Well, they probably under the cap, a hundred million right now. You know they they're not trying to spend the money. That was Bill's purpose. If y'all ain't right. seen the whole strategy of how he, dealt and and picked his players and stuff like that. So man, we got to get rid of that scenario and yeah. that cloud over everybody's head with the Bill check and Tom Brady. Duff. Yeah, that way of thinking is is a little weird,
0: and because I got a little bit behind the scenes as an agent, but just imagine this: it's an imaginary ceiling on how much you could make. It's imaginary though, because yeah. technically this is a multi-billion-dollar company; they right. can pay anybody what they want, but they put rules and said every team has a cap, which is maybe right. two hundred million per team. So when the when the NFL says, hey Take less money so your team can be better. It really don't make. It's not advantageous for the actual player, right? Because the team has multi billion dollars. Just pay the man the money. But we all go by the rules. I'm just saying. This right. whenever you get caught up in it, understand that ain't it. So what yeah. I'm assuming that he would do, and what I would recommend athletes to do, is like you say. I'm making fifty million this year, or I get a two hundred million dollar contract, four year, $200 million, 50 million dollars a year. Um, hey. We taking a big hit on year three. We're gonna give you this in signing bonus. We're gonna give you, like you say, forty five million today, because that won't count against our cap number two hundred million for this year. Mm -hmm. I know it's getting technical, but it was on. If you ever want to be an NFL agent, this is exactly what's on the test. So, yes, you will relieve the cap. Give me my money, but for no means do you ever say I'm only gonna take one hundred and twenty million dollar contract so y'all can go sign $80 million worth of free money. No, we're not not talking about that. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. You're gonna keep all your money, but you may restructure the deal to where you get more money up front or next year or whatever the case, but you're gonna get it, but it may be different timeframes.
1: So these false false, uh, scenarios everybody keep putting out, try to make it seem like they're doing something that ain't really happening, you know. What I mean? Maybe maybe he is talking correct because he said the cap hit. He ain't said the actual principal money. He's like the cap hit, you know. What I mean? So maybe cap is that is that imaginary movie. number. The cap right. is that imaginary
0: number. And every time you hit cap, it's it's cap.
1: That's cap. That's <laughs> <laughs> every time it's you hit a cap. It's cap, boy. Every time you hear that cap, boy, ain't, ain't nothing but cap. They can finesse that cap up, down, left, right, however they want, boy. Like you say, ain't <laughs> nothing but money. They got plenty of it. They can spend it however they want to, whenever they want to. They need to just stop playing and, and fooling us, man, and stop right. playing the game. Take it you for the know. team. Get out of here. We ain't doing but, that. No pickups. But the San Francisco 49ers, right, we, we, we got to touch on Purdy a little bit. Uh, You know, uh, a lot of people, uh, us underdog people, a lot of underdogs, we was hoping they would win and he would put it off. And we know Cam Newton back there licking his chops just because he lost. No matter how he played, how he ran <laughs> off his, whatever he did, I know he's licking his chops, ready to say something. And he's keep backpelling, trying to say things, and it's just making no sense. And it's just like he's a quarterback, so it gets a lot of attention, and it doesn't deserve a lot of attention because this guy th- is doing what needs to be done to to help his team win, you know what I mean? So for Brock Purdy, man, he played really excellent and I, I what I like about him most impressive is is uh how his awareness in the pocket. You know, he's he, he how he avoids sacks when they come out and sees the pressure and he he avoids and creates more time when when it's not supposed to me more time. And that's elite play quarterback play to me right there, man. And I just wanted to give Brock Purdy a shout out. He came that close you that's you right. did what you needed to do, but Mahomes, like I say, if you ain't if you playing against Mahomes, Purdy next time you get a chance, you gotta kill a mosquito with an axe. And I know Kyle Shanahan, the offensive coordinator, understood that coming up with all the trick plays and things like that. But that's the mentality. Rob Purdy's on in his second year, and like you said, they got a good team, they got a you know good surroundings and things like that. So I know Cam gonna come with the foolishness and try to say that this latest thing he said. I'm sorry, latest thing he said is. He didn't say game manager was hating, basically. He said game manager is basically saying you're a top mm-hmm. athlete. So, you know, we're going to leave that there, man. Right. And okay. You got anything to say about Purdy, brother, before we go? No. Like, well, purdy, if
0: you look, well, if you look at the stats, he went 23 for 38, which is all right, you know, all right. 255 yards, one TD. All right, average seven yards, 6.7 yards a, a, a throw. The main key part is he had zero interceptions. He did not turn his ball over. I think he played a solid game. Like, Real I don't solid. know how much more you want out of your quarterback that gets you all the way to the championship game and right. losing the last minute. I don't understand the Brock Purdy hate. I, I like the kid. I think he did very good. I think he did yeah. good this season.
1: Ain't gonna grow and he's gonna get better and they are gonna get more weapons in. And... You know, but it's just funny, too. And I don't know. Let's cover this, too. The last thing, Kyle Shanahan, man, it's his third Super Bowl, giving up a lead and not being able to win the, win the game. You know, gave up right. two 10-point Super Bowl, two 10-point leads in the Super Bowls to lose. And one time, I think he gave up, it was like 21 points or something like that to lose another Super Bowl. So right. does he have what it takes to get his team over the top to win a Super Bowl? I don't know, man. I don't know right. if you make a change, or do you keep riding it out? It's like, oh, it's like right there. It's you're getting better. I don't know, man. It's just a, that's a crazy, uh, uh, the predicament to be in. If you're the GM right now, you John Lynch, you just went to three Super Bowls in five years. You had the league in every Super Bowl. You was winning by ten points twice, over twenty points once. I'm I, if I remember correctly. You're the GM right now. Do you still believe in Kyle Shanahan and he can he get, can he get you over the top to win the next Super Bowl?
0: I think he's done such a good job. You gotta ride him and hope for the best. You can't fire him right now and get rid of him. But you gotta try to kind of like what's going on. You gotta study, you know, they always don't they love statistics in the NFL.
1: You're right they So love you take him. those
0: three games he was in and you pay attention to what kind of play call did he get conservative? Does he get yeah. nervous in the third and fourth
1: quarter? Some hey, people <laughs> hey, kill a mosquito with a gnat. <laughs> was he the leader of that? Like I said, we was talking about Purdy. Maybe it was Kyle Shanahan didn't kill a mosquito with an axe. So say what needs to be said, brother. In the next Super Bowl, in 49ers, y'all have a chance. Y'all make it there. Kyle Shanahan brought Purdy, Debo Samuels, and company. You you have to understand, you must kill a mosquito with an axe. Shout out to Coach Gray, Lotta Hill Middle. He taught us that, baby. Hey, man, you installed some strong words and methods and core values into us my brother so say what needs to be said we're gonna see y'all on Friday and man we a hey, hey, we getting we getting popping in this thing it started to pop baby pop pop yes, crackle and pop <laughs> <laughs> all right man we out see y'all peace out
0: thank you for listening to believe.